Hello and welcome to the Edify Podcast. This is designed for you, preacher, teacher, shepherd, deacon of the kingdom of God, for your edification, for your uplifting, for your ministry. Hello, servant of God. Uh, This is our introductory uh, podcast episode. Kind of want to give you a direction of where we're going with this podcast as you devote time to this. This isn't going to be one of those one-hour podcasts. You know, we, we may have special segments or something like that, interviews, but this is this is something for you on a weekly basis um, to, to build you up. Um, you know, and so much has been said uh, about helping the servant of God, but nobody really ministers to the minister. Um, in your local work, you have to find ways to be edified. Uh, a lot of times you're dealing with people who who don't understand that you need to be ministered to, uh, that you need to be preached to, you need to be served. And um, when you're the one who is doing all of the giving all of the time, uh, that can become very tiresome and you burn out. Um, I want to look at Moses uh, as we begin just this thought for the day about burnout and helping you as you edify the church in whatever capacity that is, you know, preacher, teacher, elder, deacon, missionary. Um, but it was said that the psalmist said in Psalms 106.33 that Moses had used rash words um, when he got mad. Um, in, in plain terms, Moses got mad and it caused him to lash out at those who had hurt him. Uh, and what it did was it led him to dishonor God who had helped him and strengthened him and, and shown him so many things. But we asked the question, how did that happen? Because it happens to us. But how does it happen you know, in a logical sense? If you look at Moses, he had been faithful for so many decades. I mean, so many decades. But, but something had happened. Just his, his kettle whistled and, and that was it. And he behaved in such a way that it, it cost him. And you certainly don't want to act out sometimes what you're feeling. And sometimes we have to bite our tongue, our lips, uh, and pray um, in those stressful times. And there have been a lot, there has been a lot written and, and said about, you know, um, about people leaving the ministry within the first five years. Uh, when, when research has been done across the quote Christendom board. About 30% of um, folks in in United States uh, leave preaching and minist- full time ministry within the first five years, and that's that's a high rate. Um, when I think about those who graduated with me at Memphis, there was probably 23 in our graduating class that year, maybe maybe a little less, um, but I think only three or four of us, maybe five, are preaching now, and there were a couple of guys who were there who didn't want to preach full-time but wanted to be wanted to be good elders and and that was commendable um but but why 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 are they dropping like flies you know not just preachers but even teachers it it, it can be hard to find bible class teachers it can be hard to be a be a bible class teacher because you feel like you're sitting in front of people who don't care what you say uh, who aren't going to do what you've studied so much about you know this past week that you've been wanting to share with them and you can become burnt out. And besides, if you are, a, you know, a deacon, elder, preacher, teacher, uh, especially if you're paid in a paid position, 
you're expected to work, you know, long hours in declining congregations. Some of you, not all of us, but some of you are, are, are in that situation um, with, you know, finances is finances that are dwindling, where there's a weak amount of commitment. Uh, apathy is all around. There's low biblical literacy in the house, um, and there's really no staff. I mean, you may be the only, quote, staff there. <laughs> and, uh, it, you know, that pressure is there, and, it, and it, it creates, you know, unbearable workloads. And even though workloads cause fatigue, and fatigue is a, is a factor, there, there's a lot more to consider in, in fatigue. Um, fatigue leads us to places. Um, workload isn't the issue as so much as it is the heart load. There can be a sense of I'm not appreciated, uh, that I do so much for this congregation, but they don't care. Nobody says anything. Nobody uplifts me. Nobody edifies me. Um, and maybe you're blamed. Not only do they not say anything good, but then they say everything bad. And in Moses' case, here was a guy who gave himself to God and God's people. And he was in a wilderness. <laughs> he wasn't at home, and he journeyed. And, and that lasted about half a century. I mean, really, I mean, 40 years. And he faces a congregation in that 40-year time in his ministry that they, they were rebellious, and they were going to die in, those, in that wilderness because of their rebellion. And, of course, they blamed him. You know, why have you brought us out here? Why have you brought, quote, the assembly of the Lord, you know, into this place, that, that we should die here, and we don't have fruits and pomegranates, and, oh, we had it better where we were, and, and why have you made us come up out of here, and, and all this sort of stuff. But, see, it's not just fatigue that leads to failure. There, there is um, frustration. You know, workloads can increase. As one who steps out in the limelight, preacher, teacher, elder, deacon, you are an easy target. Um, you're you're having to, or you're being compared to other people. Uh, if you're a preacher, you might be you know compared to well they're they're not this kind of preacher. They're not this kind of preacher. Um, you know they're not a great communicator. They tell good stories, but but their 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 spiritual meat is lacking. You know, and church, if we're not careful, it can become about consumerism, where people are, um, you know, church hoppers, and they're looking for what fits them the best. And and even though that's in the world, it's it's infiltrated the the ranks of the church. And you're not gauged for your faithfulness; you're gauged for your effectiveness. And maybe you have said this before. I know I have. Um, where there's pressure. Um, that that you can feel guilty if you sit down. You know, maybe you've said that before. I just, if I don't work, I, I feel bad. I feel like nothing's going to get done. And fatigue, it, it sets up in our heart. But what, what fatigue does is it brings anger. It, tiredness is not usually uh, just really the sufficient reason why preachers leave, you know, or quit work, quit the, quit the work altogether, or elders step down, or deacons step down. Most of the time, it's just because of tiredness and anger, where they feel underappreciated, or their work isn't going the way that they think it should go. And so, you have to fight fatigue and fight the tiredness, fight the anger, fight the energy that the negative energy that's coming from people who don't seem to care, 
and you're you're tired. And we what what can happen is in those moments, and this is how the devil does this. We can shoulder, you know, really really heavy loads that have been imposed on us by other people. And if we're not careful, careful, we'll, we'll hear our heart whisper, how dare they? Where I sacrifice so much of myself and so much of my time and so much of my family, and you begin to wonder why other people do not do that for you. And we can minister so much out of ourselves and our appreciation for Christ and what he's done. But, but then if we're not careful, we'll look to ourselves and say, you know what? Look at all that I've done. And they don't appreciate me. And see, in that moment, I've got to understand, Jake, your heart's not right. Your heart is not right where you are. That That is a sinful thought. If you look at the overall picture, Christ is the one who continues to pour himself out to the world that as a fire hydrant, it just, it just spews water out into the ground and it's somewhat wasted. But... But to those of us who are saved, it's the power of God, Paul told the, the Corinthian church. That's, that's, it's worth it to us. And in your congregations, there are people who, who need you. And they may not say it, but they're praying for you. I, I don't know where I would be without the little old widow ladies in the congregation who are praying for me and who tell me that they're praying for me and that they, they need us here. And all those sorts of things. What I'm what I'm asking you to do in this podcast is to look at your heart clearly, unflinchingly. What's there? What is residing in my own heart? Why am I tired? Why do I have a a negative view toward the church and the work and preaching or, or ministry in any kind of way? It, it is true that there are times we feel isolated and overworked and underappreciated, and and we're fearing, especially for those of us who who are gainfully employed. Uh, for congregations where we're fearing failure or embarrassment or conflict, whatever it is. Or maybe maybe you know the, the pain of personal attack and the pressures to succeed and those disappointments from people and their other and their expectations or or their expectation on my wife who's not employed here but yet she's looked at differently. There are times where we need the counsel of good godly men. Uh, I, I certainly don't have it all figured out. And but what I want what I want to do in this podcast is is work this out for myself, work this out for you, be a confidant for you. Uh, let this podcast be a place where you can go and, and breathe and vent and, and and hear the truth that you need to hear, but at the same time be edified. Uh, that's that's the direction going forward. Uh, one of my co-preachers here on the preaching staff at Piedmont Road is David Decker, and David serves as uh, the director of the Georgia School of Preaching. And he's traveled all over the state of Georgia and, and really all over the place with House to House and uh, Polishing the Pulpit and, and gsoponline.org is where you can find any information for stuff like that. But but I was having a pretty tired burnout spell about year four, year four of the ministry for myself, and I was just pretty, pretty beat. And I called him up one day, as somebody who's a very seasoned veteran preacher, and and I was just telling him where I was, and he said, Jake, he said I had a conversation with a gentleman about about the same amount of time in my first work. He said, and this gentleman was a preacher, an older preacher. He said, if I said his name, you would know it. And he said, I was, I just asked him if I if he could be a confidant for me, for me for just the moment. He said, well, sure. 
And he said, I feel like the church here needs a new preacher. I feel like I've done all that I can do. I've, you know, exercised everything that I know how to do. Things aren't working. You know, it's not moving the direction slow or whatever it was. And, and, and he said, I just feel like that they need a new preacher. And he said the older preacher just kind of molded over for just a minute. And he said, well, give them a new preacher. And he thought, <laughs> well, I guess he's asking me to leave. But he, but he said, no, what I mean is, is give them a, a, a new preacher, somebody who does things differently. Change your habits, change your focus, change your attention, change your the way you delegate, um, change your prayer life, all those sorts of things. And that's what David relayed to me, and, and now he and I work together here at Piedmont Road. And um, But but wherever you are, uh, you can feel wore out, and you can feel as though nobody ministers to the minister. And for the most case, you're, you're right. You're right. Um, but God, God ministers. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14 Christ sends his angels as ministering spirits to those who are inheriting salvation. Preachers, teachers, elders, deacons are on that list. What does that look like? What all is involved with Jesus sending his angels that I can't see this providential realm? I don't know what's all involved. I just know that he does it, and I'm thankful. This podcast will cause you to look at your heart. Look at the reasons as to why you're involved in the ministry itself. What's going to keep you going? Because I promise, if you're looking at results... If you're concerning yourself with the fruit of the work and not the root of the work, which is Jesus, you will become tired and burn out. You will quit. You will quit the work. You may quit the church. You may find it too um, unbearable uh, to continue and walk with people um, that God has called us through and called us to in His Scriptures. And so it's our prayer that this podcast will help you and help your heart and help you edify as you edify the church.